Hi, I'm on vacation in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and I wore my uh, YKS Jesus and Butthead shirt into a liquor store here, and the cashier was like, "CB and JF, huh?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's right." So I was just wondering what you guys would say in that situation. Okay, bye. Hey everybody, welcome to YKS. Mike, what, 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 what would you do if you remember that show from Nickelodeon a long time ago? What would you do in that situation if someone commented on something you were wearing? <laughs> yeah, if somebody said, I like your uh, blouse, it's, uh, I listen to that same, same guy. Right. How do people, how do people talk to each other? I, I am not, I don't 100% know. I think probably the first thing is, first thing I would do is I would sort of kick my coat back. Put your arm bit. up. I pu- immediately put my arm up. Yeah. And they'd, they'd, they would recognize that as something we do as a, because sh- we share the same interests. They would mm. probably also. Mm. Yeah. Put their arm, they would put their arm up. They'd probably do this as well. Then, of course, we'd embrace with the other arm. Right. And then you yeah. go, you go right into the dance. You go into right the dance. Into mating. Right into mating immediately. So it's, I hope, it's actually beautiful. I hope you guys did it. I hope you guys did it. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> I hope you did it. Um, hell, you know what? Thanks for wearing the shirt. I'll just say that. I'll just come out and say, thanks for wearing the shirt. A lot of people are too embarrassed to wear podcast merchandise because the, it, this type of thing happens and they say, I don't want to talk to people about the show. I don't want to have yeah. to say to this guy like, you know what the store yep. the we, store yeah, i know we live we live in a hell world like mike <laughs> and jf say constantly right given the hell hell world nod i don't th- i don't think any two people who have listened to the show could communicate about it in any way i don't know what they could <laughs> what would it what would it even be what would it even yeah, be wow did you, did you hear about that stupid kickstarter they uh, had the latest uh gadget on <laughs> they had the they had the latest gadget on and the other person says, "I'm sorry, I only use it as a sleep aid. I don't actually retain <laughs> the information. I didn't hear that episode, you know, but God bless them. They're still downloading, you know. I hope they never stop. I hope they never stop, too, Mike, cuz we'll be in some serious trouble. Gang, it's a Saturday and most of you are kicking your feet up taking the day off, probably uh, enjoying yourself with some leisure time. And to that, I say, must be nice because the rest of us are out here with our the work, with our boots to the ground, yep. you know, keeping the economy going. Right. You know, that's, that's what happens when we, when we sit down in our computer chairs and turn on our computers, that is basically boosting the economy. <laughs> right. That's so good. To imagine yourself as important in any way. That is, we're participating in free trade, okay? You're welcome, and also sorry if that's not good to do. We don't actually know what free trade means. All we know is, look, we're millennial guys, okay? So all we know is turn on computer, eat hot chip, wirelessly charge iPhone, and record (laughs) podcast, okay? That's all we know, all right? (laughs) 
Classic just millennial shit, dude. Millennial! Charging up our phones. Millennial roll call! Millennials rule. If you don't like it, yeah. it's too bad. Suck it! Suck it! If you're not a millennial. Pre- I think I was pre-millennial. <laughs> Suck it! Dan knows what I'm talking about. This guy knows what I'm talking about, right? Suck it! Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You used to not be able to do suck it at school because they would say, you're telling people to suck your cock. You're saying suck your cock. Yeah, but it's not in like a sexual way. It's not supposed to be like that. It's like, it's just like chill. It's like, just be, it's basically like be cool. So if you're saying I can't say be cool at school, which by the way is all over these signs all over the hallway. It says be cool, stay in school. So you're going to start ripping those down too. And by this point... Of course, the principal has tuned me out and fallen asleep, so I am able to get away. He's already handed you your uh, expulsion <laughs> placard, and he's ushering you out the door. I'm in the cop car pulling out of the parking lot. <laughs> oh, so let me get this straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But we do need to suck it, gang. Um, uh, <laughs> bo- uh, boomers. Boomers. Gen X. Yeah. Gen, uh, these guys are the devil. <laughs> we hate these guys. Let's get these guys. <laughs> these guys are the devil. They're ruining the economy. Whereas we're, we were, you, you were, you uh, were, rate, you uh, adapted to the economy. I was merely, I was born in the economy. Bane, Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2017. Millennial Bane. I need to do a TikTok. What if, he, what if that was the thing? What if it was? Millennial, millennial Bane. Yeah. Thinnest, thinnest concept for a podcast bit. No, 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 Just, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I, I think it's good. No, come on. Let's work with it. Seriously, seriously. Millennial Joker. You want to know how I got these car sharing apps? <sighs> You know what I'm talking about? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what, uh, I'm, saying? Understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Uh, uh, do you want to know how I uh, uh, can afford to go to Lollapalooza and stuff? It's because my parents are rich. That's the millennial joker. Yeah. Okay. Me. Millennial Alfred. Millennial Alfred. Okay. All, all those, all those, all those bloody push notifications. And you can't even turn your phone on silent. (laughs) Okay, and it's time for the big boy. It's time for Millennial Batman. Let's hear it, Mike. What do you got for Millennial Batman? Uh, I'm, uh, give me that, give me that phone. It's time for, I'm going to do a TikTok. I I don't know a lot of stuff about millennial people. That's what we are. We're millennials. Oh, oh. Wait, maybe you're not. I don't know. I'm thinking Bro, too old. Are you a boomer? No. Are you a boomer? What? Dan, let's fucking get this guy. He's a boomer. We gotta He's get this devil. fucking guy. He's the devil. Uh, we're all one people, okay? Right. The human people. And we need to start acting like it. We need to come together, Mike. And what will we do? When we put our, our minds to it, actually, science has not yet determined that. 
because we've never been able to successfully hold our brain power in line with that much of an <laughs> uh, focus. So that's what we're trying to do with this show. We want to bring you guys together to enjoy entertainment, to enjoy knowledge. Okay. And collectively, we will use the other, what is it? We will use the other 90% of our brain. That's right. That's right. Most people only use 10% of their brain, and, and actually, most, most people who listen to this show only use about 1% of their brain, okay? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the part that told him to sit down and, and put the headphones on and say, yeah, let me just yeah. listen to this. Okay, well, I think the doctor's going to come by and give you your meds soon, because you're obviously in Arkham Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's the Scarecrow. <laughs> Yeah. The scarecrow is the guy giving you your meds. That's the last guy you'd want to take meds from. Yeah. Oh, here's some uh, medical gas. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Just don't. I guess. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Kind of Where do you get this uh, medical license? The Cracker Jack box? <laughs> I, I, yeah. It depends on who's writing the comic. Obviously, it's been through a lot of changes over the years, but I think in at least one of them, when they did the Cracker Jack, back when Cracker Jack was a common snack, and it's all gone, I think it's gone the way of the dodo the Cracker Jack has, Mike. What happened to the dodo? <laughs> guy just hearing about the dodo. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, no. I just talked to that guy. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy, Mike. Why don't we do an update on an old Kickstarter? Okay, gang, we're going to update you on this Kickstarter. Mike, tell them what they missed. Gang, this is, uh, remember back on episode 197, we did something called Shrimp Diva? Oh, yeah. You guys remember that? Season oh, one? Oh, yeah. Eight episodes of the new reality show Shrimp Diva. You never know what's going to happen on and off the shrimp boat with Pops and Nikki. So this was this lady, you know, she wanted to do this show. That's right, Mike. This was sort of a... Uh, Nikki was sort of... I. This is my interpretation of it. I don't think they actually say this. She's sort of trying her hand at a, like a Southern Real Housewives kind yeah. of appeal. Um, because she's got her nail, she's got her wedding ring on, and it's a big rock too. Let me tell you, this thing. I mean, I, this this thing look this thing looks so big. You'd probably have to get a sherpa to climb up it, and a couple of you would die on the way up to the to the yeah. summit of this rock. Looks like the. I think I saw last saw this thing. Uh, some lady dropped it off the edge of the Titanic. <laughs> Seriously, so yeah. big. This big rock, rock is so brig. Brig. It's so brig. That it actually, it's in the ship. It's in the bottom of the ship. That's where the brig is. Yeah. So what I said makes <laughs> sense. Oh my God, he saved it. It holds together so well. Yeah. Gymnasts doing the dismount and like bending their legs, but still very <laughs> proudly <laughs> standing up. Yes. Um, uh, this was a show where she was trying the Real Housewives thing, but the, the hook was we've got Jerome Pops Coons here is his last name, I guess. And he is the grizzled sea captain on a shrimp boat and i think i mean this guy's got some lines that would make bubba gump proud i mean this guy has some stuff this guy's got some old he had a shrimp boat in the fucking don't look at me like that what the fuck he was on a <laughs> shrimp he was the shrimp guy that's what he's known for in the movie zemeckis nothing 
Oh, I thought you were playing the video. No, that's me talking still. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to hit play on the video. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Shrimp Diva. This oh is the God. newest Jesse, Shrimp Diva sounds, show. This guy on the video sounds exactly like you. Do you seriously think so? He sounds exactly like you, dude. I think it's one of those things where it's like you're not used to hearing yourself, so it's like a slightly off. Okay, let me start it again. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Shrimp Diva. This is the latest episode of Shrimp <laughs> Diva, and it's me. It's me, the announcer of the program. I'm going to take you on a whirlwind tour of everything the world of shrimping has to offer. And oh, by the way, I'm not talking about your co-host's cock. Why would they put that in there? What? <laughs> They were trying something new. I don't know. This this wasn't going to be on A&E, I don't think. Um, and they were working together. This is her father-in-law, right? So that was the hook. They're working on the shrimping boat together. Sort of an odd couple situation, right? Um, you've, got the, you've got the old guy and you've got the pretty gal. And this is the odd couple for the new millennium. Um, and it was coming soon to Cinelist.com. Cinelist was an interesting tale. Well, it was... It was it was to be a standalone streaming service, and they were hitching their wagon pretty hard to Shrimp Diva. And after I play this video, which I'm actually going to do this time, I think you'll see why. Do you still have that um, that disease or that anemia thing? Were you no? Were you bruised up and you kegel? Kegel. You smell like shrimp Mardi Gras. Get out of here. I will oh. your drink and your snack out there. They, we ain't having this in the house. Somebody call 911. <laughs> oh, and here she is almost falling overboard. No, not quite. <laughs> they do have a problem, gang, and it's that this show did not get made. Um, it had, it, what did it have when we were talking about? Like a thousand bucks? Did it have that much? Or one dollar? Um, had one dollar. Ended with 11,000. Okay, well, it made eleven thousand, which is actually a significant amount of money. This is the production money than I've ever made. That's for the. That's for truth. You've not made eleven thousand dollars in your entire life. Never in my entire life. <laughs> okay, you are in trouble. <laughs> you have been a long. You've been alive <laughs> for straights here a long time. Yeah, I don't know what's happening with my money. <laughs> <laughs> Shrimp Diva was a reality show is is sorry I, you know what I'm going to be positive it is a reality show <laughs> based out of Galveston Texas following the life of Pops and Nikki as they board their shrimp boat every morning at 5am to provide the best shrimp to Galveston and surrounding communities Cinelist has tagged along to capture the fun grit heart and smiles along the way Nikki with her many years in the corporate world tends to draw lots of uh, you are what when she tells people she is a shrimper with her perfect makeup, a fresh manicure, pearly white smile, and diva style, a shrimper is the last profession you'd guess for Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could say that. Now, Pops, on the other hand, this guy looks like he could do nothing but shrimp. Looks like he was born on the goddamn boat. Look yeah. At He's Look at this guy. as hell. There's another clip from this video that I don't know if we ever actually... Maybe we watched the whole thing, maybe we didn't, but I wanted to play this part of it specifically... So you could kind of get a feeling for the emotional weight of the show. Every day we get on the boat and I say hello, Captain. Give him a hug and a, you know, little hello. We go about our day and I don't know if he'll be there or if he won't. And I'm sure he will. I'm sure he's going to outlive me because he works me to the bone. I know that for a fact. He wants to pass on the water 
and there's probably a chance that he will. And I know that you never plan on something like that, but um, one day I know it will happen. And if it does, I just hope that I'm there with him. And I hope that he knows that he was loved. And, um, and if he doesn't, he knows that every single day that he steps off that boat, we're holding, we're holding hands as we walk down that dock. There's not one day I will not hold that man's hand. And walk down the dock and I give him a hug as he tells me, baby doll, I will see you tomorrow. So she's hoping he dies on the water and she is there. Um, and as far as I can tell, that has not yet happened. So she's got to be bummed out about that gang. Uh, <laughs> he's still he's still with us. I did a quick Google search because at the time of this filming, he was 87 years of age. And that is an older number to have attached to the old uh, time on planet Getting Earth there. You know, I, of course, I want to live to 87 and, and well beyond. I'm hoping to get up to 150. Um, and yeah. if I get there, look out because we're going to have one hell of a party. Okay. Uh, I, hope I, I hope I live forever. I hope I never die. Okay. Kind of one up what so, I said. That's just me. I mean, 150 years would be cool, but. Of course, it would come with its own set of problems. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie to you. It ain't all roses <laughs> and shrimp. Um, he's, st he's still alive. As of January, he was an honorary pallbearer in the funeral of another old shrimper who passed. And I, my heart skipped to be a little bit Denzel Washington gif. When I saw, uh, uh, captain, um, what's his, what's his fucking name? Captain, uh, Joseph Grillo, captain Joe. Is that what you're talking about? Well, I was trying to even think of the guy we were talking. Jerome, when I saw when I saw Pops Pappy, Jerome, Pappy, Pops. when I saw when I saw Pappy Pops in the news, <laughs> my heart skipped a beat. I said, "Please tell me Pappy Pops is still with us, and he didn't he didn't die on the water from falling in the shrimp hole." And his daughter in law was there, and she was holding his hand as he went. I hoped that wasn't the case, and it wasn't. It was just some other guy who died. So, um, everything's clear on that front, gang. But the season did not get funded. I, I decided to check out Cinelist, the the website, which to me seems yeah, it's going to autoplay the video again. It seems to me like Cinelist would be a, I mean, it sounds like a Tim and Eric standalone streaming service. Yeah, um, our new streaming service five ninety nine a month, and the only thing you can watch on here is a show called Shrimp Diva. That <laughs> it sounds like a gag, but it is real. Um, you can browse on the website and that'll take you to season. Oh no. <laughs> season one of shrimp diva is the only show that they have, which is just actually the trailer that we just watched. Right. Cause if I click yeah. on the video, you just get shrimp diva trailer. Um, you can search, but if you search for anything other than shrimp diva, like for instance, shrimp diva, which I just typed in, <laughs> you're going to get shrimp diva results because you're going to get the trailer and then you're going to get the season one, which yeah. just links back to the trailer. Um, if you go to sign in, uh, you can put in an email address, but I don't think you can actually log in at any point because there's no sign up. Um, but you can click subscribe and it looks like you can go ahead and give these guys $60. Wow. For access to the trailer we just watched. Um, Shrimp Diva trailer. Maybe it's in HD or something behind the paywall. Yeah, that could be good. You could see all the shrimp and they're flopping. Actually, you don't see a single shrimp now that I not think a, about not it. Not a one. 
I would do more <laughs> shrimp stuff. I would do shrimp cam um, every time. Oh, my God. Less every about time, how this guy is going to die and more <laughs> just a close-up on some shrimp. Stock footage of shrimp, maybe. I think it would be fun. You know, Pop Pops makes a corny joke, as he's prone to do. And then we cut to shrimp cam, and the shrimp goes like, What? Is this guy you serious? <laughs> <laughs> and they play some music being like yeah yeah and maybe the maybe the shrimp is like carrying a briefcase and he's like on his way to work he's like wow i don't have time for this i'm certain i'm too certainly too busy for this nonsense yeah shuffling onto i i simply must be on my way and then he's like working at a he's i guess on a plate i assume these are for consumption i don't know why else you would yeah. Capture shit. There's not like they're not fuel or anything, right? There's not like a big thing you pour shrimp into and then like a train. I do not think so. Are we not? Are we still not at the point where we can fuel trains and automobiles? With shrimp from shrimp. Are you we think about trying? it. I mean, talk about going green. We've already got too many of these fucking things as it is. Um, we know <laughs> fucking little pieces of shit. <laughs> I mean, you spend all your time deveining the shrimp, and it's like, don't devein the shrimp. Throw it in the goddamn gas tank, and let's get a mo. I gotta get down to the bank. You know, I gotta get down to the bank. Well, I mean, we. You remember there was a time where everyone was saying, "Oh, the next big thing. Oh, the next big thing is you go down to the taco restaurant, and you get all the grease." And you load it up in the back of your uh, Volkswagen uh, van, with Nazi car, by the way, and you put it in your van and you're <laughs> driving along and everyone's and all the uh, stray dogs are tailing you through the neighborhood because they think yeah. you they think you're a hot lunch. They think you got a pizza for sale or something. They're chasing you down. They think you got a pizza for sale. Whereas I'm saying throw the shrimp in there. Now, all of uh-huh. a sudden, you ain't got no dog problems. OK, because the dog takes one sniff of that and says, Yikes, I gotta get out of here. Dogs hate shrimp. They get so the hair on their back just goes up every time every time they smell it. They just can't stand it. That's sort of something my dog I had put his little shirt on him. Put his shirt on him. Put his shrimping shirt on him. He's freaking out again. <laughs> so that's shrimp diva and Cinelist. I don't think it ever got made, which is a gall darn shame because I'm running out of shows. I, I'm serious. I'm running out of shows. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if Stephen King took a couple years off or I don't know what the deal is. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm running out of, I'm running out of crap. I'm running out of crap to yeah. turn my brain off to. You know, I'm serious. Once I get done with this latest Stephen King thing, I think I might be done with TV. I'm watching F Boy Island, JF. I can't. It's such an incredible show. Just kidding. I'm not watching it. Dan, are you watching it? Did yeah, you I watch watched the whole thing yesterday. You the watched whole... the whole thing of it? Oh, yeah. my God. I, I tried to watch it, and they, they say F-boy so many times. It's like, this is you're on HBO. Just say the whole thing. Wait, they don't what say the word? No, they say F-boy island and stuff. And no. You're going to be an F-boy and all this stuff. They do no, say they the, the full word elsewhere on the show, just not when referring to an F-boy. Okay. Yeah. It's not like they gave a note to... The people participating in the show, you can't call someone else a fuck boy. They didn't say that. I think they just. I, I think they did. They don't oh, say. So, they don't ever say the word fuck boy, but they say fuck. Strange. So, I'm not okay. watching it. Wow. I'm, yeah, I'm, don't I'm, I'm protesting. 
I I don't want to watch it because I'm afraid I'll show up in the show. <laughs> <laughs> now, who in the Sam Hill? Wait a minute. Wait. Back of your back of your head watching the show. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh golly. Anyway, uh, Mike. That's Shrimp Diva. Um, you're all caught up now with basically all the goings on of the Galveston shrimp community gang. And that's all we can tell you before we got to go to break. So we're going to take a couple minutes off here. You're going to enjoy some ads and we'll be back with more YKS goodness right after this. Mike, new sponsor alert, new sponsor alert. Hey, somebody hit snooze on that thing. We'll come back to it nine minutes later. It's like an alarm. Wee you, wee you. That's what mine right. sounds like. Is that what you wake up to? Oh, this messed up alarm. No wonder you're in a bad mood every morning. You're rolling out of bed. It sounds like you're getting hauled off d- downtown. Oh, thank God. Oh, I hate you, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Mike. You've still got all of your freedoms intact. And what's better, we've got a brand new sponsor. It's our friends over at Signal Wire. Now, check this out. Okay. Signal Wire is real time video technology which allows you to create interactive video experiences that were previously impossible. What do you think about that? I had an inkling from the name that these guys were high tech. And it's reading the description of this company. There's, there's no doubt about it. JF, these guys are into some, some serious stuff. Would not surprise me if captain Kirk was into this uh, himself uh, based on the, the, what I would imagine is very futuristic technology powering the, very signal wire that we've all come to love over the last couple of hours. Look, signal wire gives developers, I call them devs access to (laughs) broadcast quality, ultra low latency video for everything from video collaboration tools for film and TV studios. Ooh, la la and fortune 500 enterprises to engaging virtual events like the one for the American cancer society, which exceeded everyone's expectations. Now get this, everyone's expectations sky high, right? But SignalWire was on a rocket ship to the moon and exceeded those bad boys like they weren't even there. That's there cool. There they go. There they go. Boy, them boys can That's fly. Right. They really can, Mike. And they are up there dancing in the stars. Listen, they can even assist with one-of-a-kind fully interactive virtual concerts. Uh-oh! Looks like our friends, the music industry, are about to get... A shot in the arm from our friends at SignalWire. <laughs> hey, can we do the other the arm? I just got, this one's sore. Music, right, music industry of the, vaccinated. Hey, good for them. That's good. It's a personal choice, but we rock that. <laughs> See why the future of video communication is being built on SignalWire. Their easy-to-deploy APIs and SDKs are available in the most popular programming languages. Yeah, probably... English, German, Japanese. I, uh, I don't know a lot about programming lot. languages, Mike. He doesn't Mike. know. He don't know, folks. He mean well. He don't, <laughs> he don't mean no harm. I'm doing my best out here, Mike, and sometimes it just it ain't good enough. But at SignalWire, it always is because they provide expert support from the real OGs, and that stands in this case for something you might not expect, which is original, original geeks. geeks yeah. Of software-defined of s- telecom technology. Not where my head went when I heard the term OG, but nope. That's how they do it over there. 
They are shifting paradigms, and that's what we love about them. They're also a complete unified platform for integrating video as well as voice and messaging capabilities into any application. Whoa, I know what you're thinking. Any application? That's what it says here, so I got to believe it. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of applications I can think of. No, of course not. Look, SignalWire is a company that's built on trust, and that's the trust that you have with your audience, and that's the trust that you have in what I assume are servers that are working mm. back here to make sure your video signals are looking as crisp as ever. Your, late, Why don't your you latency try is uh, going to be low as hell. Your latency is so small, it would be easy to surpass it if it were <laughs> expectations, okay? Listen, try it for yourself today. You don't believe me? Oh, you don't believe me? Yeah. Okay, These first guys of all, think I'm everybody's offended. lying to them. What is your problem? Nobody's out to get you. I, Can you relax? I appreciate skepticism, but at a certain point, it crosses over into paranoia. And I think that you <laughs> need to evaluate what your motivations are and where this stuff is coming from, okay? Talk with a professional. Why don't you try it today, okay? At SignalWire.com and use the code YKS for 25 big ones in developer credit, okay? What you can use that for is really only limited by your imagination, imagination and your knowledge of, of the, the various, various programming, programming languages, languages such which as I described earlier. English and German. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm being serious. Go to SignalWire.com, that's SignalWire.com, and use code YKS at where else but SignalWire.com today and receive $25 in developer credit. Now, you're going to want to use that on the site. And hell, have fun with it. Also sponsoring today's show, Mike, BetterHelp. You know them, you love them. They're back, baby, and they're healthier than ever, right? That's right, JF. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? JF, I know uh, I have a lot of things interfering with my happiness right? in my life. Right. So I call these guys up and they come over and they fi uh, fix it for me or whatever. They come over to your house and they fix you up. Yeah, a lot of times I'll be making an egg, you know, and you drop right. a little piece of the shit, and it's like it's too hot to get in there. So you call these guys up, and they they would love to come over, you know, but the pandemic is bothering them with my problems. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to put BetterHelp out of business. I want them to have a successful business for as long as we both shall live. But I will say, you can just stick a fork in there, and as long as you don't puncture the albumin of the around the yolk, I think you can mainly scrape that shell out, and you should be okay. But I mean, so anyway, what else is going on? Just hanging on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Mike, because BetterHelp can assess your needs, whether it's I got a piece of shell in the egg. Or anything else, and they'll match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can probably do it while you're cooking breakfast, you know? You've got yeah. you've got a couple of pans going. You probably you've got the microwave in use, but not really sure for what maybe thawing something that you've got in there, like a like a like sausage. Like, oh, oh man, you got some good you got some good homemade sausage. And you had so much of it. Right, you ate some <laughs> and you cut off the rest and froze it because you're not going to be able to eat the whole thing. Yeah, so you ever this is really what we this <laughs> isn't really what we do on the. Can you? I mean, I'm flattered with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a sec, just a sec. The bacon is now. How do you like your bacon? You like it crisp? <laughs> do you like it a little wiggly? I, 
I guess I like it a little softer, sir. I guess I like it a little. Okay, well, I better take it off now because it's getting, <laughs> oh, it's getting hot in here. Oh, 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 it burned my finger. Look, you can start communicating in under 24 hours. So basically, you want to you wanna call up BetterHelp while you're cooking breakfast. By the time you're cooking breakfast the next day, you will have somebody you can speak with at yeah. BetterHelp. Okay. Ain't that exciting. <laughs> It's not self-help, gang. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to that professional counselor at any time. You're going to get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. Heck, I think you could probably even do it in bed. Breakfast in bed, you got a little tray, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, I love that. Don't even get me started. What a A piece of cut-up fruit. I got a piece of cut-up fruit in here. Yeah. Like you wouldn't believe. Not too much melon, either. And somebody went the extra mile of putting a couple of flowers in a vase for me and put it on my tray. Then I mean, that sounds, that sounds amazing, sir. It <laughs> sounds amazing. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. Services available for clients worldwide, and they've got a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. Look, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, you know the stuff that absolutely gets our goat on a regular basis. These folks are going to help you take care of it. Anything you share is confidential. And as I said, gang, it's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. It's not a crisis line, though. So if things are getting really out of hand, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe... What the 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 skillet? The you went to flip the yeah. you went to flip the skillet and oh no, did the pancake just get stuck on the ceiling? Oh man! I'll try I'll try hitting it with a broom, sir. I'll try hitting <laughs> it with a, knock it out of there with a broom. <laughs> in fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all fifty plates. I mean states. Oh, Lord. You can tell what's on my brain. Listen, I really am scrambled. (laughs) I want you to start living a hungrier, I mean, happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com slash YKS. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash YKS. Wake up and smell the coffee with BetterHelp. Six-pack time. It's time to do the six-pack time, Mike. You heard it here first. (laughs) Let's go, baby. Who's up first? Is it me or is it Mike? Let's all draw straws. I thought he was on first. Uh, This is... Hey, hey, I got a joke. Yeah. You want to draw... You want to draw straws? Yeah, let me grab my... Let me grab my pad of pencil and paper. No, seriously. Check check this shit out. Hey, just give me a second. Just give me a second. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. And you got to put the top here, little stripies here. I mean, I'm not an artist or anything. Obviously, it's not going to yeah. not going to win any awards, obviously, but it you kind of Don't say that. It might. You kind of get Oh, look at that. It's got the bendy neck in it. I love yeah. that. That's great straw type. Great straw type. Yeah. That's that's what my that's where my mind goes when I think of I mean, a straw, you know, it's like bend it that way you don't have to be I mean, remember, remember this? 
Yeah, remember the old in the old days where you have to drink a, a drink right on top of it? What the like hell? What like the hell? I mean, Mm-mm. you're totally vulnerable to predators. Just anybody you come by. <laughs> Slice your neck off. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I interrupted with my little art show. It wasn't even that great. It wasn't no, like life changing. No, no, no. It, <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it wasn't okay. even life changing. <laughs> uh, take it away, Mike, with the first Kickstarter of the six pack. Let's hear it. JF, this is called the first 3D computer. Help us align with the future of projected 3D computer displays. What do you think about that? I'm really excited. Uh, This whole time I've been dealing with 2D computers. I mean, what? Let me, uh, let me hit, let me hit this video here real quick. Okay. Innovation is a projection of the future. Oh, my God. Innovators traverse into this world ahead of us, and they bring back blueprints to construct technology in the current time frame. The hardest thing about this new reality is sharing the vision with others. Everyone has a vision in their head of the future. And here at Atmos Computer, we travel there often. I'm going to lead you there right now, starting with our first edition of the volumetric computers we come to adapt to the future. This is the Psi, the first three-dimensional computer. No, no way. The first steps are always elementary when finding a route towards something new and different. This computer doesn't require a screen. (sighs) You can't see this, but this is... Well, what is it? What has he done so far? Well, what he's done so far, seemingly, is like, uh, do you ever take a flashlight and wing it back and forth really fast? And yeah. it kind of looks like a, uh, yeah. wow, it looks like a, a single yeah, beam like, of light. It's like one of these things, with, what is it called? It has a, a light a speci- going back and forth real quick, and it's like a Matrix-style text in it. There's something very specific of what this is, but I don't remember because it's one of those things that got all the way down to where you were seeing it at like Brookstone type stores where it would be like showing yeah. you the it would be showing you the time. Right. They made clocks like that where it would yeah, just go yeah, back and yeah. forth with LEDs and there'd be like a little clock there as well. That is essentially what this guy has built, except for he's built it in a way where the from the demo that I saw in this video, it looks like there's a single like rod that sticks up and has these led bars that go around it and it looks like it's just open like it's just sitting there open so like a fan with no case on it like a small hobby yeah like a shell form factor with like this giant spinning thing on top of it i don't understand what this and and this is the crazy thing about this is this guy seems like a really young guy and yet he's so far up his ass but it's actually pretty, you normally have to get a little bit older before you get this far <laughs> up your ass. But he says he dropped out of Penn State to work on this technology. Oh, Looking no. back at it, yeah, Penn State. I mean, come on, gang. Looking back <laughs> at it, I'm glad I dropped out when I did because I learned so much by creating and growing this business. I also met so many amazing people that I would have never met if I wasn't eager to get Atmos off the ground. So he's working every day on this. And the sigh, that's the demo that he's got so far. 
It's got a spinning LED display with the illusion of persistence of vision. Okay, and I would say that I actually disagree. I can tell it's spinning LEDs when I am looking at it, and it's not hard. Big silver box with these giant vent holes. <laughs> and it's, it's powered by a Raspberry Pi, the off-the-shelf $30 computer that you can turn into like a doorbell or whatever. Um, and that is the... I mean, you're not even building the computer. I don't know. You're saying you don't need a monitor, and yet you are building a monitor, right? That's yeah, essentially I mean, what just that is. Changing the display to something else. Yeah, it has no display, but yet the largest component of it is is a display. We're not sure if it works. Um, what is this supposed to be? It says it's a volumetric computer. I don't. I don't actually know what that word means. I assume it means something, and it's not just nonsense. Um, but he says the size is a hardware platform that anyone can program on, just like the Pie Top computer. This computer is an experimental device for nerds. Okay, so you get this computer and you start programming games, um, software, animations, PowerPoint presentations, anything you can think of, basically. Then you can upload their creations or your creations onto their website, like social media and GitHub. So then people who also have the Psy computer can download it. So you're spending your time creating a program for the other people who have this device and then giving it to the people who came up with the device. That sounds to me like they're saying they own the stupid shit that you come up with while you're doing this. He doesn't say that explicitly, but maybe you could put it on your own GitHub or your own social media page. Why would you want to? What am I missing? I mean, even as like a hobby thing, this would be (laughs) be something that... Speaking as a guy who has tons of hobbies that are not worth speaking about, that really comes across as a knife to the belly. <laughs> now, he says, although quantum computers are nowhere near reaching this size while also remaining affordable, imagine how much you would learn about quantum computing if you could have one on your desk, take it apart, and learn how to program on it with a Raspberry Pi you're already familiar with. Why wouldn't you just use the Raspberry Pi? What's so... Because it's not, it's not holographic. Silly. The hologram is the important thing. And in this video which you couldn't see, it was mainly a lot of stuff like, it was clips of Tony Stark in the Avengers mm-hmm. movie moving his, like, doing like or like Minority Report or love Avatar. That. Love that. You know? Like, what if yeah. this was real? What if you could use a hologram as a computer and you could interact with it with your hands or whatever? Wouldn't that be neat? Yeah, that would be cool. They also have like a big green guy that smashes buildings, but I don't know if that's like a I don't know, is that a Kickstarter project? Create the Hulk? Create the big, let's make a big, the biggest green guy we can possibly make. Yeah. I need $5,000 to buy whatever, whatever crap it is they do on him in that movie uh, that makes him basically go crazy. I wouldn't want to mess with him. So did you um, see the the end of this video about like 318 or so? Oh yeah. See I was, I was on, on the edge of my seat. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking look of the thing. Oh, it's so big. It's so funny. Um, but he, it's, it's also next steps, right? Cause it's not just this computer. It's also the Tom computer. The Tom is the next step on the ladder and it costs $14,000. Now that is a laser computer. Um, and you've probably seen there, they now have these televisions, these displays that are laser TVs. Have you seen this? What? No, I've not seen it. Well, they're like, they're like six, seven, eight thousand dollars. And they're these, they, they almost look like printers, uh, oddly enough, 
but you set them up instead of rear projection, obviously, instead of front projection where it's like way, it's like eight uh, feet away yeah. and blasting on the, the place in front it's of you. It's right below it. It's mm-hmm. right below it and projects up because laser has this other, I mean, you can do other angles with it and it's got more mm. light energy or whatever the fuck. Um, they're really expensive and don't seem to be that much better. You can just put them in a different spot. And also, you can just hang a TV there would be my retort. Yeah. But that's basically what he wants to do next is laser computers. And then presumably after that, then you get the Iron Man computer where he does time travel. So <laughs> just a few more steps down the road, gang, and it's all going to start with a $60 crew neck uh, sweatshirt or a $1,000 Psy version 24. Look, it's got an incredible Wi-Fi sound system in it. I don't know what that I don't know what that means to have a Wi-Fi sound system. Yeah, what could it what could it mean? I don't know. Is that, is he just saying Bluetooth? What do you mean Wi-Fi? I don't know. Um, Yeah. Very bizarre. And then all you, all you have to do gang, if you want, if you want to update your Psy computer at any point is plug it into your existing computer. um, And then you'll be able to update it from there. So (laughs) basically future proof. Uh, Very strange. $53 pledged of 17,800 for the first 3d computer i think i'll stick to i think i'll stick to the old tried and true normal computer type yeah Yeah. you know that's that's just me gang i don't know hell the 2d ones are hard enough to come by these days mike i don't know if you see i don't know if you've seen this ain't that the truth you know you you try to place an order you try to place an order for a computer and the guy on the other end's going you know hey i'll check in the back but (laughs) i your guess is as good as mine (laughs) I just, well, I just work here. I, I just work here. Yeah. Um, why don't we do the next one, Mike? This is called the arrow mirror slash mirror delete kit for the Tesla model three. Thanks Zeke for hooking us up with this one, gang. This is the arrow mirror designed for the Tesla model three save on range by utilizing the existing cameras and get rid of the extra drag and weight. Now, what could that possibly mean? Well, it means, well. Remember those uh, side view mirrors that everyone loves so oh, much? Oh, yeah. I love my side view mirrors. Yeah, but don't they also kind of remind you of the, I don't know, Stone Age? Hey, Grandpa, nice side view mirrors. You using that to look uh, <clears throat> slightly beside and behind you? Yes, I am. Yeah, all right. Get out of the fucking way, <laughs> driving you off a cliff. Uh, mm. this is This is a way of not using those anymore by hacking them off of your uh, car and putting a little piece of 3D printed plastic uh, where they used to go. Now that is pretty cool, gang. Um, He says, I really wanted to make something enjoyable for myself and really had no idea others would enjoy it as well, dot, dot, dot. I had fallen in love with efficiency, naturally, as an engineer, and wanted to make an already incredible vehicle more efficient, lighter, and more appealing. Realizing that a Tesla software update had essentially made the side view mirrors redundant, I went for it and took off the mirrors, relocated the LTE and Wi-Fi antennas, and designed a replacement part, which is now known as the Tesla Model Model 3 Aero Mirror Delete Kit, or TM3AMDK for short. Hey, is that Elon Musk's kid's name, I think? <laughs> Slammed. You got a weird name, you little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> So, what is the point of this? Well, you can save up to 6% of your range. Um, you can have awesome battery technology, removing the mirrors of the car. 
is saving yeah. 6% of the range somehow. Okay. Why don't you just not bring your big Starbucks uh, grande frappy lottie in there and maybe you'll even Probably save another. It down. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. They're big drinks, gang. Especially if you and your passenger are holding them out of the window at arm's length. <laughs> That's really going to hold you back. Uh, you can barely make it to fucking work. Um, you can also help the NHTSA allow the use of camera-based rear visibility systems versus traditional mirrors. I don't know how this project accomplishes that. Um, so you, you, lose, can, you lose five pounds uh, taking these mirrors off? That's what this guy's saying? That's what he says, yeah. Heavy-ass mirrors, huh? Yeah, what'd you make these out of, uh, Elon Musk? Did you make them out of... Um, oh, it's a heavy... It's a heavy... It's a, what, what's, what's a, a heavy thing? Oh. What's a heavy... Th- so oh, stupid! Stink! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> now... Did you make it, them out of Jesse's ass? No! All right. After 13... 1,500 miles of testing and traveling to different states. I will attest to the durability of this rigid, strong, beautifully clean, and unique design. Just 3, 3D printed a little plate for the but, thing, huh? But look at what it looks like. Look at the carbon fiber prototype. If you scroll down, it's the thing that looks like a patch you would use to put on like a bean bag that you blew out when you <laughs> sat too hard down on it to play Goldeneye. This looks yeah. like this looks like shit, and and also Teslas look like shit uh, as well. So you've basically fucked Can't up twice. Can't afford one, huh? Can't afford one. Okay. All right. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. I guess he's simply <laughs> uh, jealous. He's jealous. <laughs> that was a video game reference, by the way. I don't know if you caught that. Look, this has been featured on Tesla something you can't see because he used the same color text as the color yeah. of the car. So kind of a kind of a moron move, you know. If you're gonna put an overlay on there, get it right. Br- brighter text on there, you got to. Oh, why don't you put a stroke on the text? Drop so shadow, we can... even anything. Yeah. To differentiate it between the background. Seriously, it doesn't take a genius. No, it really doesn't. I think even Elon Musk would... But don't make it yellow. Don't make the color of the text yellow, because he hates that. He likes when his workers get run over by forklifts. He hates the color yellow so much. (laughs) Um, And this is cool. When you open up your door, you can see how terrible uh, the little triangular piece of plastic looks when it sticks out from your uh, window. Um, It looks like a great place to chop your head off. um, Modeled in three dimensions. What is people's obsession with three dimensions lately? I have no idea. They're not even that cool. Here he is measuring the massive gaps around the... I mean, that thing... Look Look how terrible the fit is. It says precise engineering. It's not. And you plus, you can, you can vinyl wrap it. Maybe yeah, we, we can turn the music down, maybe. What? You don't like this? <laughs> I actually, um, and look how stupid the car looks without rearview mirrors from the front profile here. I mean, this looks like shit. Yeah. I was actually looking into, I don't know if this is dumb or not. Maybe people will tell me. I, th- I was looking into getting my windows tinted in my van. Do you think that's stupid? I would like to do that as well. I think it's kind of cool. Just because it's fucking hot in there, you know? Yeah, it's very hot. It, apparently now the wraps that they use don't make it that much harder to see out of your car. 
Um, and they they even do it on the windshield. And we I think we can go up to thirty five percent in Tennessee. Um, yeah. so we can we can get them we can get them decently dark. I drive a black car. You drive a black car. It's kind of a cool look to have your windows tinted, you know. And they're like, "Hey, who's in, who's in that minivan? Is that the is that the Pope or Keith Richards or or one of the most one of the famous TikTok celebrities like TikTok Bane?" Yeah. It's not me in here. It's someone else. Right. He still doesn't know. He, he can bang it on the. Stop yeah. banging on the windows. <laughs> <laughs> and it's dark in there, which he likes. Um. So this is for the Tesla Model Three gang, and you know the nerds are going to come out in a big way on this one. Wait a minute. I'm getting word that actually no, they're not because it's dumb even by their standards. Right now, it's got five hundred and one dollars, and that was fake. I wasn't really getting. So you don't have to. It wasn't like a news report. <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> it wasn't. That wasn't even real. It wasn't actually the news. Um, five hundred and one dollars pledged of of, and this, I will say, I don't like the project, but this slayed me. Uh, so the, the goal was sixty nine thousand four hundred and twenty dollars, which. Oh. Oh. That is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so uh, I mean, a lot of people will put up a project and just have whatever amount of money they need. What is it? Yeah. Oh, this guy says I'm doing the sex number, and what's another? What's another number I can think of? Hmm, let me yeah, think. Right. You can't put a cap on the creativity of Tesla guys. Um, but this is actually the best way to do anything: is to market it at the dumbest. Uh, biggest losery nerds that you can think of, and they're gonna love it. And they've done it with this car, which sucks. And they haven't done it yet with the cutting off your side view mirrors, which somehow is legal in a number of states to not yeah, have was, side view mirrors. That was a news. Uh, speaking of news flashes, I think I heard another one. That wasn't that was news to me, JF. I didn't know that you could not have side mirrors. Uh, where did you see that? Was it a good source or was it a legitimate source? Should we check Snopes? Uh, did, you, did you see the fucking the Snopes guy got in trouble for? No. Yeah, the Snopes guy got in trouble for uh, plagiarizing a bunch of articles on the what? Snopes website. Can wow. can you not do that if you're if you're the Snopes guy? Can you not? Can you not be the cheating lying guy if you're on that website? <laughs> It seems like if you're going to do any website where it's like, we tell the, we tell the truth and nothing but the truth. People so don't actually eat a hundred spiders a night in their sleep. Yeah. And here's, here's why that's false. Hey, right. you ripped this off from my blog. Now hey. I'm seriously thinking we like, do, did we ever answer the spider question? Or am I eating spiders? Is that why my tummy doesn't feel good when I wake up in the morning? Because I had so many spiders overnight and they're laying a bunch of eggs in my belly. Is that what's going on? And this guy has basically, he's basically propelled us into chaos by now showing we cannot trust Snopes. Cannot trust the media now. Yeah. I don't know how many spiders I'm eating. <laughs> don't know either. Is it too many? Is it not enough? <laughs> 501 of 69420, two backers, 55 days to go. Folks, you got to keep the side view mirrors on your car, if you ask me. I don't think, I don't think it's good to take them off. 
Newest, what, do newest, we, what do we know? Newest Tesla innovation. Hey, gang, I figured out a way to take off the windshield of the Tesla, and it saves me boopity boop miles. Don't give, and, don't give him any ideas. I okay? mean, look, look, wait. You just wait, because in, a, in one, exactly one week from today, that will be a project on Kickstarter. Deleting the, the removing the windshield, you know. I got a scanner that pops up and says, rocks incoming. Uh, I put a fax machine back here. Yeah. What do you, what do you pimp my ride? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) What's next? Oh boy. (laughs) The next one I got for you is called Measly. It's a a cozy multifunctional travel pillow providing comfort and control for your legs, head and neck. Wow. Yeah. That's, now that's awesome. Travel yeah, that's is awesome. coming back. And so is the challenge of trying to have a comfortable journey to your destination. But comfort for your legs is so often overlooked. The constant twisting and turning. They shelled out for this video in a big way. Bumping other passengers yeah. or even getting hit by the beverage cart. Introduce- they even hit that guy with a they beverage cart. They even hit cart. that guy with a beverage cart. <laughs> <laughs> Comfy and un- Where is this being took shot? Apart a whole plane for this. I know. Let's see how it Boeing looks. turned around for one second, and these guys took everything apart. <laughs> All right, are we about ready to take off? No, what in the? So, what this is? Is like a, we've all seen the neck pillows, and we see the guys who get on with the neck pillows. And you're, there's two people in the world. There's the kind that looks at the guy with the neck pillow and says, I wish that was me. <laughs> you know, and then there's the the second type of guy, which is the cool guy, by the way, which is uh, me, actually, and, and says, yeah, look at this loser. They're oh, the first who? one. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, somebody open the door and let's throw this jamoke out of here because we're getting sick and tired of this, you know. Coming onto the plane with your big pillow, right? Here he comes with his fucking bullshit. That's what I say. Elbowing the guy next to me. One. <laughs> there he is. Bunch of fucking bullshit. Kneeing <laughs> the guy next to me and saying, hey, do you see that fucking guy who just got on the plane? He takes his headphones off. Hmm? What? What did you say? Sorry, I was listening to a very important this, business This asshole seminar. just got on the plane with a fucking neck pillow. <laughs> okay, making everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm I'm getting my mouth duct taped because I won't shut up about all the people with <laughs> neck pillows. Um, it's similar to that, but it is. So it's got a it's got a, a cushiony strap that goes across your legs, and then a a cylindrical pillow that go. Well, it says circular, I guess. I don't know. Look, I'm not going to hem and haw over what shape it is. It's not really important. Um, kind of a cylinder to me, I guess. But this guy, he puts it in between his legs, so his legs are not. So you're not knocking knees, okay? DB, save that for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so. My question is, aren't you just like handicapping yourself? And what if there's an emergency or something? You're, uh, yeah, you're going to not be able to run out of the plane or something, right? I guess I would ask, what do you think can happen to you on a plane that you need to run out? You think it's going to catch maybe on fire to, and you just, maybe you have di- bad diarrhea. You have to get to the turlet, you know? Oh yeah. Well, that helps, you know, you know, then what? Poopy. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's poopy time. Yeah, you're right. If you have to go poopy a lot, this could be a problem for you strapping yourself down like this. I would say maybe the bigger problem is that you look like Hannibal Lecter uh, while you're in your chair. That would be my main concern is that there is a certain level of comfort that I'm willing to sacrifice in order to not look like a total uh, lunatic on yeah, board the, the plane. The uh, the photo of the neck pillow itself, right, with the... Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't like how it straps around your head. You don't like the way the neck pillow goes around your head? And then, like, there's a belt that clips around it. So you have this thing yeah. strapped yeah. to your neck the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and look at this. These guys, they, you have to bend all the way over, just like they tell you to do, like, in case of emergency, so you can get to the flotation device. Under your chair, they've bent all the way over and strapped themselves in. Gang, we just got to get better airplanes. Can we not do the pillow thing on here? Let's yeah. let's strike. As a, as a country, I'm serious. We should do a collective action. We want better, you know, seats in the plane. And more snacks uh, also wouldn't be a bad more thing. More snacks. Free. They're free. Also, they're, I can't stress that enough. They're free and free beer. <laughs> and give me a credit card, you know. Yeah. And pay off my student loan debt while you're there. And free health care. And I want a pony. And, you know, I mean, just. That's what it, that's how it. Always goes. That's how it starts. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they better cram us in there like sardines so we know how good we got it. Um, the Neasley is a cozy, huggable travel pillow worn near the knees, keeping your legs comfy and under control, helping you better rest and relax during your journey. I mean, we've all been there. You sit next to some guy and, oh, yeah, he's stinky AF. And you don't even want to touch this motherfucker because yeah. what if you get some of his nasty gene Slime stink on, on you? Yeah. Dude. I got your gene slime on me, motherfucker. <laughs> Ugh, dude. Hand me that paper bag. I have to barf. You're making me sick. Uh, I make a lot of friends on planes. Um, <laughs> you can convert it to a neck pillow. Of course you can. And it looks like you've been in a serious automobile accident. It does look like you've been in an accident. It looks like you yeah. have, a, have a neck brace on. Yeah. Um. I think you just can't be this comfortable on the plane. You need to be a part of the community, which is we all hate being here and it's not comfortable. Mm. We're not having a good time. We're all sitting next to a stinky guy. Um, <laughs> and we're just trying to get there in one piece, you know, without getting all this. I, mean, I don't want to mention it, but traveling nowadays mike i'm i'm concerned that if i get on a plane somebody's gonna hawk a big covid loogie down my throat yeah i to keep telling you you gotta close your mouth up it's hard my fall, falls open i've got this beard and it weighs my jaw down i kind of i kind of no he got no jaw muscle i got because of a car accident he got no jaw muscle i was in a i was chewing bubble gum and i was rear-ended at about 10 15 miles an hour and it just <laughs> 10, 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the bumper cars chewing gum. It's never been the same for me, gang. 39 bucks for the Neasley. 76 bucks for two. These guys, and pardon the pun, I think these guys are going to take off if they ever get into a Hudson News. Okay. Yeah, this, this is some Hudson News shit. This is Hudson News uh, gotten written all over it, which, by the way, is basically the only media source I even trust anymore. <laughs> you know? Between Snopes and all this Nancy Pelosi love you see everywhere else, I'm thinking it's Hudson <laughs> News for me here on out. <laughs> um, 
The Neasley Pillow, 886 pledged of 20K, 20 backers, 35 days to go. I'm I'm not joking when I say this commercial is insanely well-produced. I don't I know mean, what. I mean, it is. It's, there's some money behind it or something. I mean, it's great production. looks great. Yeah. Just know. a just a bad product and nothing wrong with that. I can't think of a good product to save my life. No, nope. what's even what's even one? I mean, been doing this Couldn't for five years. It. What's a, what's a single project we can think of that's good? Um, uh, yeah, no, you go. Well, I was gonna go second, but I can go first if you would like me to. I'll go first if you can't think of anything. If you just want to say I can't think of anything. I'll just I'll, go second because that was my original plan. Okay. And not because I can't think of anything. I will need you and a parent to sign the sheet that says you couldn't think of anything. Um, <laughs> let's see, Mike, what if you did something in the world of, uh, what if you did something in the world of salt and pepper shakers? Okay. Yeah. Remember how these things used to be separate? Not anymore. Now they're together. We've come up with a very, there are a special blend of salt and pepper. We're calling it speeper. And it all basically goes into the same shaker. Because when are you ever adding salt without pepper? I mean, why would you even fucking need that? Why would that's, you do it? Just put them all together. Who cares? It's stupid. Save time and also save the environment. This thing is not printed out of plastic. We're making this salt and pepper. Excuse me. I mean, speeper shaker out of um, sh- sugar cane. What's, yeah. Now works. there's sh- now there's sugar in here too, motherfucker. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, so you're going green, you're helping the environment, and you're getting all of your salt and pepper and sugar needs, uh, plus subscription refills. Instant product idea. So easy, even an idiot like me can do it. That's a good product, yeah. If I was uh, think of something that it's called Let's Help Everyone on Earth oh, crap. for all time. Shit. Let's just move but, on. I don't want to hear about it. I'm. You know what? I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Mike, why don't you let me tell you something for once about the Time Machine for Peace, a social invention project. Oh, boy. I am excited to see what this is all about, and I hope you are, too. Come along on this journey with me as I press play on the video in this Kickstarter campaign page. Introduction video. Yep. Hello, Kickstarter. My name is Blair Monroe. I'm from Anchorage, Alaska. I'm out here at Powerline Valley. It's one of my favorite thinking spots. It's August 5th, 2021. I really need to put together a project description video that's under five minutes. May I suggest cutting out the part where you say what date it is? (laughs) All right. I need to answer and address the question of why. Why am I here approaching you asking for your help and support? Yep, that's right. To do so, I'm going to cover two things. First is a what, second is a how. And he just flipped me off. What? He just flipped me off. He did. Don't, I know, but I think it was an accident. Don't get mad. For peace. Um, the how is, uh, that's the deliverable. It's um, how do I intend to make. Uh, Actually, the what would be the deliverable, I think. Invention effort uh, social. How do I intend to make the time machine for peace a social invention project? Um so first, the what, and, and, and yeah, ultimately the why is that I'm having, uh, I've reached a plateau uh, with the private invention effort. I, I have to turn this into a social effort for personal reasons. 
lots of personal reasons. Um, okay. I don't know how to do that. I don't know the best way to get the help that I need. So I need to broadcast. The what? Uh, Here we go. What is a time machine for peace? Well, I mean, specifically, uh, for a long time now, I've been inventing a new kind of computer. It's what I call a world peace computer. This is a time machine for peace. Uh, world peace computer is simple. It's just a collection of stuff. Uh, it can be tangible or intimate. Tangible it can be uh, a collection of stuff that's uh, devoted to helping the operator uh, accelerate the advent of peace in their world. And then once they've achieved that, helping it's devoted to helping the operator oh. just say what it is peace and improve its quality. You don't get it yet? The computer itself is simple. It has uh, a tom -tom function, out. and that is to run a single process. Yep. That process is called system.exe. Oh. And I define universal peace as an evolving process for unifying or integrating uh, world pieces in better and better ways. So it's a process that... needs a snappier name on the program. about like, <laughs> the things... Call it, you call it something, call it like poople or something. You can't like something. say, yeah, I would say window, you can't say windows, but maybe something else. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, something like that. Windows, windows. Uh, yeah. Well, new windows. New no, windows. Might be no. too similar. That's too close. Whammies. Kind of sounds like windows. Whatever. Anything's better than what you got. You don't like whammies? No, what, what this guy has. Okay, yeah, but... You didn't get like a. I, I love whammies. It's got a pop. There's no, doesn't need to have a pop for for that. Well, it's supposed to be an idea that we all like rally behind, and it like creates world peace. <laughs> and if it's like, if I even say whammies, and you're not immediately like yes, <laughs> then it's not the right one. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. There should have been a bigger pop. We'll keep thinking about it. Now let's invent a time machine for peace. I understand time machines as being the thing that you can travel backwards or forwards in time. Is that also your understanding of what a time machine is? Uh, for my research, yes, JF. That's what I've always understood it to be. Um, okay. So I'm not sure what this uh, guy's talking about here. And then you add, you also add for peace after that, and it sort of makes it seem like we're actually not talking about the same thing. Um, is what That was my takeaway from it. He says... Now, if you zoom in, you can read what he's written on a large... Oh, my God. Like, he's, he made, like, a sign for some bookstore or something, right? What is this? Oh, my God. And it this, has, like, this scrawl on it. He's in some kind of parking lot, I think, judging by the yellow line on the blacktop. And it's got a lot of, like, physics books. Um, and maybe 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 politics books as well on this bookshelf. Seems like a flea market or pop-up shop or something. I would agree with that. Um, and Anchorage he's got this... market booth. Okay. Well. Okay. I guess solved. It's... Sometimes, sometimes what the picture is is actually written in words right under the picture. And that's just the... <laughs> that's something for you guys to take and snack on. Um, so he introduces himself again. He's a conceptual piece artist or architect, whichever one you prefer. He wants to start a conversation um, towards human solidarity and unity. Now, he's inventing a new kind of time machine. It's called a world peace computer. Now, he says world peace, P-I-E-C-E, -E, rather than P-E-A-C-E. 
because the world peace computers all add up and they form a network and then it becomes a supercomputer called the universal peace computer p-e-a-c-e so kind of a play on words and maybe the last place you'd want to have a play on words which is describing a concept that makes no sense um I think inventing a time machine is the best chance we stand to accelerate the advent of genuine world peace. Okay. I think world peace is a prerequisite for solving our hardest existential problems, but world peace is a super loaded concept and quite unrealistic in the kumbaya sense. So I advocate for what I call universal peace, which actually to me, I'll add, sounds a lot harder to achieve than world peace because it includes the entire universe, right? Which the world is a part of. This is like, uh, I mean, did you did you scroll down to see this? Uh, most components in my personal world peace computer are non-electric and abstract. My ice axe is non-electronic. The paperclip chain is non-electronic digital memory. This guy took a lot of mushrooms and then yeah, yep, 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 yep. peeled open the world and took a look inside. So the yeah, his world peace computer yeah features the ice pick. Features two uh, John Lennon style circular sunglasses. It includes, I believe, two key rings with no keys on them, a hat, um, a notebook, uh, a Lowe's moving box full of looks like assorted uh, garage organizers. You can probably uh, use the box too for something. I mean, boxes, you can never have too many boxes. Plus, <laughs> he's, he's cut some of them up and made signs out of them. So that right there tells you something going on. Um, it looks like he's got two containers full of maybe beads. Are those beads? Or fishing look like, lures? Look like beads to me, Jeff. And then there is a bottle of what I think is like a natural Windex type product, but it is technically outside of the little parentheses that seems to indicate what his personal piece computer is. So I don't actually know if that's included or if he was just using it to... I don't know if Windex is a part of the computer or not. Or if he was just cleaning with it. Need it? Does it need it to go? I don't know. So he's made his whole computer like a made a bunch of symbols. I mean, this yep. guy's good on him. You know, everybody's got to have something to do, and uh, this guy ain't no different. I hate the idea of having to tell someone listening to this that was getting excited about participating in the World Peace Computer by helping design some various symbols to illustrate concepts for this guy. That he's actually got it completely covered, and you are going, <laughs> you are going to be redundant if that was going to be your contribution to the world peace computer or universal peace computer. So he was able to draw sort of like a C next to the peace symbol and put trademark next to it. So I don't know if he's trying to trademark the concept of world peace. Yeah. So I don't know what's um, I don't know what's going on here necessarily. Um. He says he comes in peace. That's kind of cool, alien style. Um, this uh, this this time centric version. This video is longer and heavy on the time element of this project, which I believe is crucial for understanding the top level strategy. That might help. Then, maybe do you we think? Should, maybe we should watch that. Okay. It, it goes like this: the time machine for peace is as a as a time manipulation technology. Okay. A type of accelerator. Um, the vision is to create a global peace accelerator, um, which is a system of physical technology and social technology, or like physical gadgetry and stuff, and then social process and ways and uh, language. 
um, that's devoted to accelerating the advent of world peace. Now, as a machine, the time machine for peace, uh, it, the time machine for peace consists of two main components. Here we go. Um, the first is the process. Fuck. Called universal peace. No. <laughs> process. For no. You can't do that. In better and better ways. Um, and that process is hosted or run by uh, an infrastructure or no. um, oh my god a computer you can't make the computer part of the computer you were telling most me what was in guy, the computer most frustrating guy to talk to <laughs> oh, god damn it and this guy trying to alert you to a, a fire or something <laughs> speed it up Okay, there's two components to the fire. The one <laughs> is the fire, and that also itself has two components as well. And number one of that is the fire. You got to tell me, do I go or? Yeah. Am I buying something or what am I doing here? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> just in line behind this guy at Chipotle, and he's just like, well, the guacamole is extra. Well, what is extra? I mean, you can't, I don't know how to deal with this guy. I just want to shake him. Yeah, he's in, he's in his bag. I don't know what the bag is. This is a 16-minute long video. Let's cut to the chase at the end. No here. way. In terms of that. Um, and if you're one of the bold souls who makes a financial contribution to this campaign, uh, your long bet on our future will not go to waste. Because this is my life work. And this oh, boy. Um, a lot of papers to look at there. And stave off the naysay. I want to close by appealing. To That's you, Mike. The science fiction author <laughs> Arthur C. Clarke and his three laws in order. And the first one is that when distinguished but elderly scientists state that something is possible, they are almost certainly right. Oh. When they state that something is impossible, they are very probably wrong. So law two is that the only way of discovering the limits of possible is to venture a little way past them into the impossible. Okay. And law three, my favorite, is any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. I'd like to make some magic happen with you. So, I appreciate... Let's invent our own world peace computers, join them to form a peace net, and then make some magic happen. I don't know. This guy. <laughs> Look at his website. He seems like strangely articulate, um, but absolutely not saying anything at all, right? Yeah, like I said, he's very in his bag on his, uh, on this website. I mean, go to the, go to the fact. Okay. Sections, fact, <sighs> overview. Look, when I click on fact, I want you to take me to the fact, not the fact overview. <laughs> all right, so this person is, I mean, just written all over his arm, taking pictures of it and putting it. Oh, no. What's going on here, bud? What's going on here, bud? That's a, well, that's a mind map, a.k.a. arm map. And that's an outline for the frequently asked questions section, which we are now in. Okay. Okay, here we go. If some aspect of this FAQ or site contents pops out at you as not quite clear, come up with a simple question to guide the conversation. Okay. What are you talking about? 
would be uh, my first question. It says, why? Because, well, why not? I suppose it's because I can. To me, sparking off universal peace seems like something worth trying. Hey, you ain't wrong about that. I'm it with says, you there. Truthfully, though, this is a primal compulsion. I cannot escape this drive inside me. I've tried to change this aspect of my being with medicine, drugs, alcohol, escapism. Oh, okay. I've tried in the most extreme of ways to force myself to not be this. I have tried to forcibly suppress this compulsion. Every time I deny this compulsion, my inside becomes war. Inner war is very bad for me and for other people. Sounds like All a right. threat almost. <laughs> Sounds like a threat to me. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to keep this fella at arm's length. Um, Bookmark this real quick and just come back to it maybe. And just see what happens. A couple months. Uh, how much money does he want? Well, he wants $105,000. Um, and, and, you know, why did he land on that number? Well, he landed on that number because the comfortable minimum for him would be about $7,000 a month. That's health insurance, rent, utilities, storage, student loan repayment. I mean, there's a lot here. Transportation, food, entertainment, web hosting, <laughs> prototyping, project research, development, experimentation expenses, seed project investments, continuing education, so he's still at school, I guess, Kickstarter fees, taxes, deductibles, and a new computer. That's going to cost you about $7,000 a month. <laughs> That's $105,000. That's a 15-month stipend, basically. Now, best case minimum would be $357,000. That's 51 months of working on this, so he can drop it in December 2025. And it just depends on how much funding he gets together um, when we're going to have world peace. So, uh, let's see. A dollar, you get a, a certificate. You get your hand on the helm, he says. For $10 or more, it seems to be uh, roughly similar rewards uh, set up. Actually, all the way up to $1,000 seems to be the same. $10,000 is also the same. You get a digital certificate, and you get to look at the plan that he's come up with for Universal Peace. He's got a lot of videos on here that I think might be fun to check out later. What is going on with this? There's so much information. It's just... It's the longest one I think I've ever it is seen. So long, man. Just when you think it's done, you scroll oh down God. and there are five more videos and more symbols. And Twelve uh photos of uh other cardboard signs with like <laughs> writing. Wow. <laughs> completely covering them. God damn. Wow. Okay. Hey, he ain't yeah. hurt nobody. I mean, I don't know. He said that his insides turn into war and is bad for oh, other people. He's so. just joking. He's like that. He's like that. Okay. Well, here he is using a MacBook on a mountaintop, <laughs> which is kind of cool. But there's how do you get the Wi-Fi on there? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Where's my Wi-Fi? Where's my Wi-Fi? You know, my my grandpa used to say, "Where's my wife?" I say, "Where's my Wi-Fi?" Big difference between me and my grandpa. It's how the times have changed, you know. Well, used to I mean, be, where's my wife? Now it's, where's my wife? I, uh, well, he used to say, where's my wife's eye? Where's my wife's <laughs> eye? Her eye popped out and rolled around yeah. the, uh, the floor over there. Uh, glass, glass eye. Huge and, problem uh, back in the day. Huge, huge problem back in the day, Mike. Huge problem. It actually, it caused the great depression. Okay. Everyone, <laughs> everyone was so sad. Where's my eye? You know, they all got depressed. <laughs> Okay, uh, folks, that's been my time. Thank you so much for coming out. 
Jesse, let me tell you about Quotable. It's a movie quote trivia card game. Oh, baby. A, char- a charade style movie quote trivia card game featuring your favorite 90s and 2000s movie quotes. Finally, someone has put them all in one place. Well, up until now, the one place they've all been is this brain right here. And now finally <laughs> to see them out on the page, I'm really excited, which is why you can't. Wild horses couldn't pull me away from hitting play on this video, Mike. So don't even try. Oh, I look good. I mean, really good. Oh, my. Mm. How much Just let out huge sigh. <laughs> You're on. What? Oh, of course I knew that. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, a weird cut where the whiskey is now put on the desk. I've just been handed <laughs> an important news story, and they need all of you to stop what you're doing. Close your eyes. Doesn't this sound like Ron Burgundy? I thought it was him. I put this, but it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> People know it. Uh huh. It has many famous movie quotes. It comes in a leather-bound box, and the game smells of rich mahogany. Don't act like you're not impressed. They found this guy on Fiverr or something. By the design. Well, he has the set. Look at the set he's actually on. I know. Quotable. Is this a Fiverr guy? A Fiverr guy? I don't know. Movie quote trivia card game. I'm going to be honest with you. It's really the only way to play movie trivia. Apparently, you just draw a card and act out the movie quote. In your best impression. Oh, yes. Guest movie facts to earn points. It's supposed to be wild. So what are you waiting for? Get quotable. And a great glass of scotch. Mm. Ah, I love scotch and a great impersonation. Now that was a great story. Compelling and rich. Well, that's going to do it for all of us here at Channel 4 News. Here it comes. Remember this from the movie? Yes. <laughs> nice work. Nice work, everyone. David uh, Babcock. Well, person. Okay. You know, I hope people really go out and get this game. This is something. <clears throat> We're on the air right now. What? I don't believe you. So. Oh, my God. Hang on, buddy. What? Breaking news? I just got some more breaking news. Okay, here we go. Breaking breaking wind from <laughs> CNN. <laughs> here, hang on. We got a story about the uh, impersonator here? Yeah, I found his... He's on YouTube. Oh, wow. There's a montage of all his Will Ferrell impersonations. Let's Let's hear it. David Babcock, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest anchor man of all time, the legend himself, Mr. Ron Burgundy. This was uploaded a staggering date of April 17th, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. This is the this is the actual audio from the movie, I think. Yeah. Well, so what is he doing then? He's pantomiming playing the flute. 
from the film Anchorman, or maybe it's Anchorman. Well, how's that? Oh no. He's doing the cowbell guy too. <laughs> he's a he's a Will Ferrell. Oh, oh snap! Bro, he's doing Buddy the Elf. Oh, and he's doing the racing guy. He's not really doing it. He's doing a DJ thing. Bobby, and you got to drive with the fear. What is this guy's out. life, He's peeling dude. out his Mustang and the... That's what I'm talking about. And then we got some flute stuff still. Okay. What's next for this guy? Oh, my God. That's a baby making music right there. Am I right? Sounds nothing like him. That's not a part of an impersonation, is it? Quality. Don't ask is anybody married? All right. All right. All right. Oh, I'm married. Yeah, my wife, Veronica. Uh, she's a cat person, right? I'm clearly a dog person with my dog, Baxter. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> From the movie. It's this new little kitten. I'm sitting <laughs> on the couch drinking a scotch, watching Gilligan. Yep. Minding my own business, right? She drops this little kitten right in my lap, and that thing stabs me right in the groin. Oh. Nights of Columbus, it hurt like hell. Oh. oh, my gosh, it was like some kind of gang initiation. I tell you, that thing is half Siamese and half gang member. It ought to be doing three to five in San Quentin, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, I just can't joke with her. She gets laughing. Sounds like she's sitting on bubble wrap over there. Anyway. All right. What was that? I don't know. What'd you say, bro? <laughs> it sounds like oh she far oh she's farting. Does she fart she when farting. she laughs? I think so. And he's got a video on his Facebook, all in on this guy, loving his whole shit, and so intrigued about his life. This is so in insane to me. Ah. But he's got photos of himself. First off, he posted a photo of. Uh, <clears throat> Real Mick Foley liked one of his tweets because he said, Oh, yeah. Breaking news from Ron Burgundy about at Rick, real Mick Foley. And then, like, oh, he also got the follow. Wow. You know what? I would take the mankind follow. Wow. I know, I know Dan would. Dan would love that dude love follow. Yep. Dan knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, That's I one love cool that dude cat. love. We love dude love. April 16th, um, 2018, he says, Danny Trejo is just so great to do this classic line from Anchorman. After this, my wife saw him tell his people, that dude looks just like him. Let's see what this is. They're at a comic con or something. Yeah. Hey, this is about to clean up good. Uh, in English, please. Uh, you know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> oh, that's kind of not cool. <laughs> Babcock is a graphic design artist and website builder for Liquid Soap Products LTD in Grain Valley. He's one of the most sought-after Ron Burgundy impersonators in the country. 
Amazing. He also impersonates memorable Will Ferrell characters, Ricky Bobby and Buddy the Elf, but it was his Anchorman persona that caught movie anti-hero Danny Trejo off guard. Okay, so that was the reference there. Now, where? Let's see. How did this? How did this all begin? Let's see. <laughs> um, let's see. He says his second career began by accident a few years ago when he and his wife Linda dressed as Burgundy and his co-anchor Veronica Corners. It's Corningstone, not Cornerstone. The movie came out 20 years ago. <laughs> I remember that it's Corningstone, but you wrote Cornerstone. Examiner.net, you are the dumb fuck of the day. Um, let's see. They dressed uh, as them for a Hallow- uh, Halloween contest. Okay. I went to the thrift store and got my suit, a coat, and a paint roller. I turned into a makeshift microphone, he said. When we got there, I became Ron Burgundy and interviewed everyone at the event in character. As it turned out, the winner of the contest was named by applause, and I got the most applause. His $20 thrift store investment turned into a weekend trip to New York and $500. After that successful venture, he started working social network sites and was soon zigzagging across the United States, attending corporate and private events in need of some levity and star power. I was even booked at a party in Hawaii, Babcock said. Now let me tell you, that was classy, my friend. While he's never met Farrell, he anticipates what the meeting might be like. I'm sure he will be there with his lawyers in a cease and desist order, Babcock said in his best Ron Burgundy voice. Really, I'd love to meet the guy. I think it would be a lot of fun. (laughs) Uh, It also says here he has met Cat Will Farrell and he was pissed all over by a really old guy. So... (laughs) I'm scrolling his Facebook. He says, here's one of the collabs I've been working on. This is from Tribute Productions and Friends. As Hollywood at Home Celebrity Impersonators Quarantines. This is a, like a, uh, I think that this is like a feel-good video. Oh, so this is like, oh, uh, like all the celebrities together. coming all together, celebs. making a video. I gotta, yeah, so I'm going to see what's up. I feel the need, the need for speed. <laughs> Hard to tell who that was. There could be a hundred people in a room, and you know, 99 of them, they don't believe in you, and just that one, it just takes one person who believes in you. Oh, God. Here's Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, mate. Pair of jacks. Try it again, Sam. Cover it with (laughs) in a miracle or two. The Candyman... Sam? Oh, whoopee! Whoopee! Sam, motherfucker. Hello. I look forward to meeting you. How is that? Angelina Jolie, maybe, huh? Lara Croft, yeah. James Bond. James Bond. Yeah, I can tell by the double O. Ha! Oh! Oh! We are watching you. You mess around. Oh, God! (laughs) Hold on, man. I gotta go back. This guy looks so good. See no one else standing around here. You must be talking to me. We are watching you. And if you mess around, we will bust you in the head with this bat. Matter of fact, I got two of them. So, uh, hey, Sly, do me a favor. Take this bat. Ooh. Thanks a lot, Bobby. But you know me. I like to use my hands. How'd they do that? Oh! It's. Well, fuck. Dude, this is too good, today. Mike. This is so good, dude. Marilyn. Oh. Oh, they handed the drink off. 
the Leo. It's Leo, and he's cheersing. That's Oprah. Want to see what my choice books are for this month? Yes. It's a must read. What is that? You've got the. Is that a Hollywood casting? Madonna. Great book. Well, too bad you're not the cover girl. Yes! Our boy. We're getting through this time together. We salute the brave people on the front lines. The doctors, nurses, grocery store people, postal workers, and delivery people. And we would also like to take a moment to say thank you to the artists whose movies, music, dance, and poetry have allowed us to get through troubling times with a way to escape and feel good. I know... Look at his fucking background. It's just a... I see the background now as like a shower curtain that is... Steam been, the wrinkles out of it. I, I will say this. I think the celebrity impersonators are actually more delusional than the world peace time machine guy. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> oh, they got a Green Mile guy in is that here. John Coffey from the Green Mile? Yeah, oh, is. my the God. Guy doing an impression of him. Is that really... It's going to be okay, boss. Oh, fuck. You know what? The the Ron Burgundy one, I'm almost like, yeah, I can see why people would want Ron Burgundy to show up at their fucking corporate yeah. event. And he brings out the flute and people laugh. Some, and of, them, some of them are just, you know, what, like, is what are the, you doing? Why is John Coffey from the Green Mile there? Yeah. <laughs> All the stars are. Everybody comes in with everything for the best corporate event ever. John Truly, Coffey. I mean, doing fucking, uh, that's got to be so. How do you not, how do you not just go home and blow your brains out after doing a corporate comedy at a corporate event as a Ron Burgundy impersonator? I cannot believe when he transitioned into stand up. That fucking. Obviously, I'm going to be watching this for the rest of the <laughs> afternoon. We have I, to dig through these and look at these. It's so good. We will be doing more of these. Absolutely. Holy shit. Um, the, I don't even remember what we were talking about. The project was 4,300 to 5,000, 41 backers, 27 days. Who cares about the fucking charades game? We found something a lot better. Um, one, of the, one of the posts on here. I just love it. I just love it. Because they, yes. they have some screenshots or something. Yes. And he says, uh, okay, Facebook family, I need everyone's help. I need a hundred of the top movie quotes. They can be funny, popular, inspirational, or just memorable. I'm also looking for quotes that are not the most commonly used. So this guy was, cra- he was crowdsourcing on his personal yeah. Facebook page for stuff to even put in the game. Yeah, yeah, he was. Come on. <laughs> Wendell Christopher says, I'll be back. Classic line. Ah! Who are these fucking idiots commenting on this what say it's paul trippett say hello to my little friend what's that from i've never heard that i've never seen that what is that <laughs> oh oh okay how was i actually do want to go back to, i said who cares but now i care because this guy had the genius to hire that ron burgundy impersonator how was this born how was this born well i guess this design company already exists designed.co um he said, we played a movie trivia game with our employees to reward, oh, to award responsiveness and availability. Okay, so that, I guess like it's like the tacos thing, right, for mm-hmm. people who work at this design company. So I posted movie quote trivia from Christmas Flicks on our company chat, 
and at random times of the day, and I paid bonuses to the first person who answered the question correctly. That is demented, actually, to do that, I think, to give cash prizes to people for answering movie trivia questions correctly at work uh, <laughs> during the Christmas season, it sounds like. Um, here we go. He posted a picture of... Can you tell me what this picture... It says, best lawn ornament ever. Guess this movie. Um, Marissa says, what am I looking at? And Jeremy says, ooh, movie history for $100. It must include the quote to win. And it's the picture is a guy... Is that yeah, a guy or Christmas, Christmas Christmas vacation where he's at the the uh, okay, septic so, tank thing? But he didn't actually go out and do this. This is he actually saw a lawn ornament that someone had as a joke referencing the movie and took a picture of yeah. it and yeah. said, "Guess what movie this is from?" For a hundred dollars, it's dangling it in front of your little employees. <sighs> I know I can't be the only one who speaks in movie quotes and music lyrics, right? YouTube movie quote clips have millions of views. There are forums, Facebook groups, and whole websites dedicated to movie quotes. So <laughs> that's your justification. Uh, so forums, why not Facebook groups and whole websites dedicated to movie quotes? Yeah, I guess they. I could. Yeah, you're right. You know what? I guess there are forums dedicated to movie quotes. That's true. For 10,000 bucks, you get the Miami Vice Award. So you go on a day yacht charter in Miami Beach with a five-star hotel uh, accommodations and airfare. Um, Wow, it includes an airline ticket to Miami. You get a social media shout out. Who knows which one of those is more valuable and possible to say. Um, How many, how many quotes, how many quotes are going into this? uh, Star Wars, you got Anchorman, Men in Black. American Hustle. It's, it says 100 quotes. You came up with 100? <laughs> That's it? How did you only come up with 100? You had 48 comments on your Facebook, right? Half the work done right there. I guess then you'd have to come up with like 52 quotes. Yeah. It's the most work a CEO has ever done in their life. <laughs> This is uh this is really something else, man. All right. Well, that is whatever that was, but we need to think more about celebrity yeah, impersonators. That's a that's I love that world. Let's wrap <laughs> this up, gang, because we've got the Circle Phone 4G is the last project on the docket. And this one is this one was sent in by Sean. Thank you, Sean, for hooking us up with this one. You to man. Um the circle phone, everyone has a rectangular phone. I can attest to this, actually. I'm I'm one of the dopes that has one himself. Look. <laughs> Guilty as charged right here. Insane. They I saw me coming and going. I just bastards. I don't know. I'm hooked on the form factor of this thing, because it's like, yeah, that just makes sense. You know, is my, is my hand a perfect rectangle? No, but it's close enough to kind of mm-hmm. manipulate yeah. the object in a way that's pleasing. Um Everyone has a rectangular phone. How about a circle? You've had decades of the same smartphone year after year with very little change. If you're ready to try something new and truly innovative, we recommend the Circle Phone 4G LTE with Android 10. It's a refreshingly innovative open source and sustainable smartphone, which fits better in your hand, pocket, and life. Oh, baby. Now check out the design on this bad boy. Meet the Circle Phone 4G LTE Android. Everyone has a rectangular phone. How about a circle? My name is Christina Sear, and I am CEO of The Circle Phone. 
We plan on reinventing smartphones and the concept of smartphones. So they are more comfortable in your life, more comfortable in your hand, more comfortable in your pocket, and more comfortable on your Oh my God, look at it go in the fucking pocket. It has a beautiful 800 by 800 display. Not only the- That's shit. And Android. That ain't That's good. also shit. Headphone jack. <laughs> it has two headphone jacks? New features include an open source enclosure, a 13 hold on a second selfie hold on i want to see this i want to see this usb okay it's got micro usb and usb c and it i mean look at the fit on the fucking sides of this there's no way you get a cable in there clean yeah, jesus lord some bad engineer <laughs> god damn it it looks like a fucking tesla <laughs> features include an open source enclosure a 13 what does that mean? Selfie camera. That's too low. Circuitry, freeform mode. Ah! And a temperature sensor. Up till now. Why would you need that? You don't need that. Smartphones. But we can have so much more. <laughs> Why? More and more hands. That's so stupid. Experience how. Oh my God. It feels in the hand. Please back us today so that. Oh, the rectangular keyboard on the circular phone. <laughs> oh my God. Continue to make. That is Look such a dumb idea. It's so big. It's like a fucking baby monitor or something. It's, it is. It looks like a baby monitor. It looks like a VTech phone you'd get for your baby to play with. Man, that's so stupid. This looks trash. Oh, God. I can't believe this. Um, could, could round smartphones be the next big thing? CNET. Uh, maybe. What know. year was that? Because that this was is 2020. From... This is CES 2020. So they took what? It to a, they took it to an electronic show last year, I guess. Okay. So here's the deal. The temperature sensor on there makes me irrationally angry. Why would you need the temperature sensor of the room you're currently in? That's so stupid. Hold on. You see this headline? Two headphone jacks. Uh-oh. <laughs> I yeah. think we just... I think we just figured out. We're going to need more headphone jacks. Um, 13 megapixel selfie cam. Uh, that takes a picture at a resolution of 4,208 by 3,120. And boy, let me tell you, that's going to look so good on your 800 by 800 display, uh, which you've got on the front of this bad boy. Now, how do apps work on there? Look at this video of the app. So, you know, most apps are designed for rectangular phones, like they're in the fucking... Look at the <laughs> resize the... No! Oh, no, man, that's stupid. All the apps are rectangular. So you have course. to drag it and crop it to be fucking oh, so man. tiny on the phone screen that there's no way you could use it. Um, now... It's, okay. It does it does run Android 10, which is great. That one just came out in September of 2019. So that'll be right on the cutting edge of Android operating system availability. Now, how much is the phone going to cost? It's got the best that the networks have to offer right now, 4G, which as far as I know is the, the most recent one they've come out with, which just absolutely rocks. And you're going to be able to get this phone, gang, for the low, low price of $699 American. That is the price of a normal good phone that you can go to the store and oh buy. My God. Um, the rectangular, listen to this. This is from the International Business Times. It says, okay. uh, so this phone is geared to women. 
because uh well women love circles they might, they might love the more sensual shape the no. circle aims to change all that putting aside what the company describes as brick phones and instead creating a mobile phone that has the undeniable and slightly bizarre aesthetic of a compact makeup case although while feminine forward thinkers will make of this what will be interesting perhaps they'll also ask what if it comes in pink too that's funny Thank you, International Business Times. Perhaps it'll only work in the kitchen. That's what women <laughs> like. What are you fucking the, talking about, you psycho? <laughs> the rectangular shape does not serve the needs of women in many ways, the, T-door, the Detour website explains. First, truly feminine clothing does not normally have pockets. And if it does, we're talking about the different things. And if it does, the pockets are frequently too small or not shaped to accept a large rectangular object. I guess so. Right? So there are huge circles instead? I mean, you just said sometimes there are no pockets. This thing, how does it go in a non-pocket? Now, this part kind of goes. Second, women need to be connected as women love to talk, text, and communicate through any means available on smartphones with their family, friends, and lovers. This is incredibly offensive. I'm blown away by this. Um, Jesus Christ. So... 2000 bucks gets you the signed limited edition. I would hop on the uh I would hop on the 699 edition now cuz it's going to go up to $1000 uh at retail, which it's definitely going to oh, make God, it look to. At the, look at this. Look at this. Is that supposed to be a phone case? <laughs> this is the this is the prototype of it. It's the 3D printed. Oh my god. Sh- it looks like a shell. toilet. It does look like a little toilet. Oh my god. That's one of the worst ideas I've ever seen. <laughs> That's so stupid. Where did this person get all of their money to 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 put this together? I the amount it's raised right now is absolutely shocking. Ten thousand five hundred dollars raised of ten thousand dollars with fifty five days to go. Wow, I'm losing my mind. This can't be right. Okay. Long rectangular tablet style phones chronically jut out of our pockets and are awkward when we sit. Much of our clothing is not even made with pockets. With this in mind, Christina brings us her invention. Fitting comfortably and with an option to clip onto clothes, you just entered, you just invented the freaking uh, phone uh, belt flip phone case. Well, what you don't understand, Mike, is is women love wearing clothes. So this is actually going to be right up their alley. (laughs) I can't believe this. Holy shit. We got got to get off of here. I got to stop thinking about this. I have to stop thinking about the... I have to stop thinking about the Whoopi Goldberg impersonator. I know. I, I was thinking about her too. She's she's stuck in my mind. That that is a what, what a bizarre what a bizarre six pack that was, gang. Um, <laughs> we better hurry up and get to the last segment of the program that we like to call. That's where you come in. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna talk to Mike and JF. You're gonna wanna call eight zero two three five nine kiss. Send them something at their mailing address. 544 West Main Street, 209 Gallatin. Tennessee 370 They got a Gmail. It's the name of the ship. Twitter's at your Kickstarter, and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist. Leave a little message for Mike and JF. YKS bot on Instagram for grill pics. All right, gang, let's get to it. Patrick writes, hey, guys, I bet you can feel it, too. It's the most exciting time of the year. Football is coming. Game of Thrones voice, football is coming. Uh, That was just me. He didn't say that. Patrick's not that funny, but I am. I was able to nail it. Um, 
And we all still have hope that our favorite squad can make it all the way this season. Just wanted to check in and see how you fellows are feeling about your beloved Titans heading into the preseason. As a Patriots fan, I have a soft spot for the Titans due to the number of former Pats players you guys ended up with. As for me, I have no doubt that Mac Jones, Jonu Smith, and the rest of the gang will bring the Vince Lombardi trophy back to its rightful home of Foxborough, Taxachusetts. Funny New Englander joke. Shit. Okay, he does have jokes. I was wrong. We kind of traded <laughs> off. Patrick, you make a good team, my man. Uh, thanks, guys. Just wanted to quickly say you guys have been on a roll lately, and the bit with that mischievous dog, Hogan, had me rolling. Best. Fuck. I sit on a roll, and then rolling in the same sentence. Don't read that part. Uh-oh. Patrick. We just got your ass. Looks like somebody had rolls on the brain. Maybe you should head on down to, uh, what's the name of that rolls restaurant they got in New England? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, fuck. I don't know what you, I don't, I know what you mean. It's like Burton's or something. Is that what it's called? The home of the throwed roll. Well, that's what's it called. Th- this is Foley, Alabama. No, place. no, no. We want New England. We want New England. New Look England. up rolls, New England. Lambert's Cafe. Lambert's. Take your ass down to Lambert's, bud. Hey, Patrick, enjoy Lambert's, you motherfucker. Anyway, Mike, did you have anything on uh, what the NFL season is going to look like coming up this year? Yeah, I hope uh, Slappy and Doofy really take it away this year with the big uh, golden crown trophy. What do you expect me to say to that? I'm nothing of fucking... <laughs> it's very angry with you. Bro, uh, Slappy and Doofy broke up. <laughs> Hi, this is Bradley listening in Meridian Township, Michigan. YKS was created by Jesse Farrar and is edited by Early 90s Pants. JF and DB are our co-hosts. Hammer and Rye is our executive producer. Joey's World Tour is our director of sound design. Our staff includes Stephone Heck, Brian Quinby, the Krasensteins, Chris James, Howell Dottie, and the Fish Lord. With help from SiriusXM slash Stitcher Premium, the Go Off Kings, Mike Huckabee, and Bill Simmons. Our fact checkers are Zeke and Megan the Stallion. YKS is supported by the Alfred P. Sloan Foundation. Need to drink even more garbage? Support the show and get weekly bonus episodes, Discord access, exclusive video, and more at patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks. Coming up this week on YKS Premium, Dave Thorpe and Keith Buckley. The geniuses in the YKS booking department corral two of our favorite music boys to talk about taking big shits and Gordon Ramsay. Wow. Audio and video of this boneheaded interview coming on Friday morning to the YKS Premium Patreon. Check it out. <laughs>